This is Baby Boomer Tales. In May of 1950, my dad took my mom up to the hospital. It was the only hospital in the county, and it was 27 miles from where they lived. As day turned into night, that little small community hospital became a very busy place. First, about 10.30 or 11 that night, Shirley and Clint were there, and Shirley gave birth to a little boy. The clock turned midnight, and the time drug on. It wasn't fashionable for the husband to be with his wife as she lay in a hospital bed. And yet my dad stayed there, stayed at that little hospital, 27 miles from his home. He stayed in her room for a while, and then he stayed in the waiting room. And the time slowly moved on. And then, and then, and then, I was born. Hello, my name is Jim. The other baby born was Keith. I spoke about Keith a couple episodes ago. We were about two hours apart. He was born around 10, 30, 11 at night. I was born 12, 30, 1, 30 in the morning. I remember going to the guy that delivered me. Let's call him Doc. Doc is probably one of the most famous people that ever came out of that county. That town that the hospital was in is a pretty little town. It has all these cliffs overlooking the town. Up there, you kind of look towards the north, maybe the northeast. There's all those great cliffs. They shoot fireworks off of them, I do believe, on the 4th of July. You dip down into town. There's Dan Hoare, village blacksmith, an old-time guy that really made his mark on that town. And the last I knew, his blacksmith shop still stood. There's a park there that has a statue of the Statue of Liberty. And this is where I can really remember. I remember going to see Doc, not at the hospital, but he must have had an office on, like, Main Street, and it was on the second floor. I remember going to see him, you know, for my yearly checkup, or maybe I had a sore throat or something, you know. He was our doctor for a long time. And then I'd go down to the ground floor and go over to the park and was always amazed that we had the Statue of Liberty in that little town. Turns out there were replicas, not even replicas, miniature replicas of that statue in a lot of communities. Now, if you've never been to the Statue of Liberty in New York City, you should go. It is an amazing thing. One time as I was flying to the Middle East, we had to switch planes in New York and I could see that statue as we were circling town before we landed. And that was way cool. A lot cooler than seeing a bunch of buildings, I thought. Anyway, the Statue of Liberty in that little town, let's call it K-Town. That little town, 27 miles from my hometown, in the west part of the county. I just stood there and put my little hand over my little heart. Say the Pledge of Allegiance or something. You know what I mean? 
When we were kids, we knew the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Yes, sirree. I wonder if kids know that pledge these days. I should ask my grandkids. That's what I think I'll do next time I have an encounter with one, which is every once in a while, you know. It's not like they live with me or anything, but I get to see them. The ones in Colorado, I get to see less than the ones in Kansas, and that's sad for me. I'm not going to feel sorry for myself, though. That's where they live. Where was I? I was playing around the Statue of Liberty. That was a nice little park there. They also had a grocery store, I think was called Sailor's Supermarket. Now, I was a kid that was raised in a grocery store up the road 27 miles from this little town that had the hospital where I was born. But I thought that was the coolest name in the whole wide world for a grocery store. Dad, why don't we name our store Sailor's instead of Don's? Well, that was just a regular little town grocery store with a very cool name. They always had the fair in that little town, the county fair. Every September was the county fair. Now, once I moved to Kansas, it seems like the county fairs are always in the summer, which really makes no sense to me because it's hotter than a firecracker in the summertime in Kansas. But they always had their county fairs in the summertime. Usually they pick the hottest week of the year to have the fair. Well, back in my home county, the fair was designed to go between haying season and hunting season. So in theory, the cutting hay would be done and it wasn't quite hunting season when all these people invaded our community with orange vests and orange hats on. So every September we'd have the fair. I think they've changed that now and they do it in the summertime, probably to attract some tourists. But I tell you what, that fair up there was second to none. They had a great rodeo. They had wonderful displays, and I think they even had a little carnival. They had quite the animal auctions, the 4-H animals being auctioned off. See, that town, old K-Town, it was really a ranch town, where the town I lived in, even though there were ranches around us, it was more of a destination town to maybe the national park, or if you come from the other way, the ski area. We were right in between all that stuff. Now for the song of the week. Our song of the week today is Amarillo by Morning. Written by Terry Stafford and Paul Frazier. Stafford recorded it in 1973, but the 1983 George Strait version made it a major hit. It's about a rodeo cowboy driving all night from San Antonio, Texas, north to a county fair and rodeo in Amarillo, Texas, that started the very next day. It peaked at number four on the Billboard country charts and became Strait's signature song. It's truly one of my very favorite songs. It's my alarm. When I set my phone for the alarm to go off, it always goes off to Amarillo by morning. I ain't rich, but Lord, I'm free. Like I was talking about, that fair and rodeo up in the little town, 27 miles away from my hometown, up there in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado. 
northern part of the state. You go from my house and you drive west 27 miles. And the country really kind of levels out and it's not so mountainous, although those cliffs around and there's a big old canyon. I guess it's kind of the west of town that the Colorado River goes through. But it is surrounded by ranches and everyone from all over the county comes to the fair. Like I said, the rodeo is second to none. It's a very good rodeo. I don't even know if they still have the rodeo anymore. I would think so because K-Town is truly a cowboy town. Their high school is nicknamed the Mustangs, where our high school is the Panthers. I guess a panther or mountain lion is more conducive to the mountains, where a Mustang is more suited to the cowboy. The population of that town, I think, was always a little bit more than my hometown. And it may still be. But my hometown is so full of business traffic and people doing business from all over the county that it does almost appear larger. I checked the census, and those two towns are very similar in population. But the high school, which I attended while I was that age, is much larger than the high school on the West End. That wasn't always the case, but I do believe the ski area and the tourism created so many second homes and people moving up into Colorado that the population of the surrounding area grew where K-Town, with the big sprawling ranches and the wide open spaces and one or two little towns to draw from, the school actually, I don't know if it went down in attendance or enrollment, I should say, or if everything else in the state went up. But these days, instead of being the bitter rivals of the Panthers, the Mustangs play eight-man football. There are several class differences in the enrollments, so I don't even know if we play them anymore. But back when I was in school and the years before and for some years after, it was a rivalry that wasn't far off from Missouri and Kansas, the Yankees and the Red Sox, the Celtics and the Lakers, Auburn and Alabama, the Hatfields and McCoys. But those days, I think, are apparently gone. As I said, they have quite the canyon just west of town. I've fished right at the mouth of that canyon before. The water is very, very powerful going through that canyon. It is an amazing thing. Watching that Colorado River approaching K-Town and then going into that canyon afterwards, the cottonwood trees, and if you're not familiar with the cottonwood tree, they can get quite large. They always seem to follow the river up in that country. And then in the summertime, they produce this stuff that looks like snow almost. It's the cotton from the trees. And when the wind's blowing, it almost looks like you're in a blizzard if you're standing around a bunch of cottonwoods. Those are huge, magnificent trees, which is kind of odd for that country because the lodgepole pine and the spruce trees and the quaking aspen, none of those get all that large. Nothing like those cottonwoods. Here in Kansas, I have a northern red oak in my yard, and it's a young oak, but it, you can tell it's going to be a big tree. I have some maple trees that stand 70 feet tall or more, I guess. Trunks are so big around you can't get your arms around them anymore, and they're only 20-some years old. 
They also have a bowling alley in that town, or at least they did. I'd need to go back there and check it out. I'm going to go one of these days. Maybe I'll check all the little towns around my hometown out too, so I know what the heck I'm talking about. It's been a while since I've been there, and I really have not been there since I started doing the podcast. Since I do a podcast about that country more than I do anything else in the podcast, I should check things out and kind of get updated a little. Maybe it'll take some of the romance away from me, though, of the way I remember stuff. One thing I do remember, though, is every once in a while, some guy from that community up there, 27 miles away, our rivals in school, would start taking out a girl from our high school. That didn't set very well, but you know what? They had some cute girls there, too. I think it actually was a friendly rivalry. I wish I could say that word. There's several words, one of them's aluminum, aluminum, that I do have a test when I say it. But instead of going over and redoing it, let's just call it rivalry. The only time it was really, really bad, I think, is when they tore our goalpost down about 1964, maybe, after they won a game at our high school. I talked about that in a past podcast. There's a little bad blood there for a while. But you know what? We all belong to the same county. We use the same hospital, went to the same fair, all skied at the same ski area, although I think they could have gone on west and gone to another ski area not that far away. Went to the same national park, had the same county seat, and lived in the same county. We were just kind of like brothers. You know how brothers would fight once in a while? That's kind of how it is. Or at least how it was. Our unusual fact this week. The tallest point in Pennsylvania is lower than the lowest point in Colorado. Go figure. I think if I moved back to that county where I was born and raised, that K-Town would definitely be a possibility of a place I lived. I've heard from various sources that my little hometown, in a lot of ways you wouldn't even recognize it anymore, changed so much. That's what time will do to a place. I understand that. And that's okay with me, yet it makes me just a little bit sad. I mean, I've only been gone for 34 years, 35 years, and I haven't changed a bit. Old Doc most famous guy that ever came out of that county, I do believe. He delivered me and hundreds and probably thousands of babies up there. He also delivered my oldest child. Amazing. Happy trails, Doc. You shaped a lot of lives. Always be kind wherever you go with whoever you encounter. It's called taking the high road. I'll be back next Wednesday. That's the plan. Peace out. Jim, you were rubbing up against your microphone and it made a funny sound. It sounded terrible. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know, guys. It's a new microphone. I'm just not used to it yet. I'll try to do better. Yeah, yeah, yeah.